When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every Every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Final Fantasy IX is over, but we are just getting started here at Post Show Recaps, where we are traveling by airship at long last into castles, uh, to other continents, continents we forgot about even, but we're remembering them here on the podcast today. I am your host, Brooklyn Zed, here as always with my co-host, my dear friend, Adam H. Adam, how's it going? It's going, Zed. It is going. We've had a uh, wild week in a lot of ways, but you know, the one thing that is constant in this life is if I can have Steiner in my party, I'm going to have Steiner in my party. <laughs> That's the only thing I know is that Steiner needs to be there. He is leveled like a crazy. He's like 42 or 43 or something just wow. ridiculous at this point. Um, he's had that level boost the whole time and he has not <laughs> taken it off for nobody. <laughs> so that's, uh, that, that's what's going on with Steiner. Um, here we are final fantasy nine, uh, still not done with the game, but you know, here we are. I don't know if anyone expected, I don't even know how close I am really, but I don't, I don't think 
anyone listened to the end of the last podcast was like, yeah, he's going to finish it. He's, he's, he, you know, he's going to, no, I don't think anyone did. No one thought that. I just, no one to confirm, said that. I just wanted to confirm that that's not what happened. There's not going to be any like, oh, surprise. I, act, what, what I did that for what I forget which game I did that for. I came back and I was like, oh, I'm actually done by the way. Not this time, not this time, not today. Um, for a lot of reasons, but, uh, chief among them being, um, Quina is like level 20 or something. And, um, <laughs> when they force Quina in my party, no offense to Quina, truly no offense to Quina. But when you, when you force people in my party that I would not otherwise have been there, they're under leveled. And I have no, Quina might be holding like a big stick and a leaf for a hat for all I know. I have no clue the 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 equipment situation of, of the non-core party members they could be doing or wearing anything i've i have no clue amaranth flaming ginger might be holding like a burger king bag like for all i know i have no clue what's going on uh in that regard if you're not in the main party you might as well be just dead you might as well just be dead to me because i have no idea what's going on with you but I think there are two ways to play games like this where you have a choice of party members sometimes. And one of them is to pick your core party, stay with your core party, and they level up like crazy while the other folks, you know, languish in the background. And the other option is to keep everybody evenly leveled and spend way too much time and money investing in the appropriate gear for everybody at all times and you are the former and i am the latter <laughs> i just can't okay you know what this reminds me of um and and i, I know you're like a relatively new-ish video game person but did you ever like play pokemon growing up were you a big pokemon person uh it like was about the, the only game i played as a kid because we got a game boy color mm, in about mm-hmm. 2000 or 2001 and so i did play some pokemon as a kid yes yeah this from i mean this like very actively reminds me of how i played pokemon i would have like two or three well no 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 no. i only had like two or three that i was like yeah i'm gonna use this like every time like i'm thinking of like pokemon yellow was my favorite pokemon game i don't know i don't know is there a pokemon podcast to be done here i would actually low-key love to talk about it would be fun I don't know how I, I so I was it, about though. to joke before we got on the podcast that just yesterday on the Twitch channel, I started Throwback Thursdays and I played um, Donkey Kong Country, which is a platformer that I've never played in my life. And I was terrible at it. Um, and people had a great time watching oh. me utterly struggle and fail at this game. I did numbers like I never do on all these story-based games that I care about that people mm-hmm. love. People- uh, but I sat here with these no dialogue monkeys running around this is and what people had want. a great time yeah and i was like maybe what i need to be podcasting about is the storyless levels of this 1994 platformer game i mean so who knows what the future of the podcast holds i was just gonna say uh, maybe people are interested in po- because the, other, the one thing about final fantasy and this maybe happened for um the original final fantasy 7 it's nostalgic to some people but like not to me you know what I like? Right. It's it's not like I have any history of this, but I feel like maybe if we did more games that like we are actually nostalgic of, i.e., you know, Pokemon or bring in like some Mario baseball. I mean, that's not a podcast, but whatever. If, you know, what, Mario baseball. I played all the freaking. Put it time in the Patreon feed. Yeah, put it in the Patreon of Mario baseball. Man, Yoshi just got a double. What a what a ball! <laughs> what a that would be a good podcast. Um, oh, I would love yeah, to talk I about mean, Pokemon, but Pokemon anyway. This has been the evolution of the podcast because yeah. it was 
Mm-hmm. You know, Josh's nostalgia for these games, taking me through them for the first time. And now I'm taking you through games I played for the first time six months ago. <laughs> and it is uh, certainly a different experience of the the newbie taking the s- slightly more of a newbie <laughs> through, Just through a, a game. A bunch, a bunch I don't want to say the blind leading the blind. That feels problematic. But it is the uh, yeah. only slightly recently initiated <laughs> Yes, leading the the, the new Very initiate. Nearly initially, uh, yeah. yeah. So, but in the Pokemon example here, I had my Pikachu in Pokemon Yellow, who was hyper leveled. Number one, gotta do it. And then I had, um, usually it was like a Pidgeotto. I was a big like Pidgey guy. I love the birds. Um, I'm a big bird guy too, actually, to be honest with you. Um, and then so I had the bird, and then I would usually do um like some kind of water type. We would get to the Squirtle near the end, um, and then up until that point, I loved uh, the what was it like Star Me or Star You? I had those as well. That was like my core group, okay. And then we would maybe have some other ones, but if those three died, I was cooked, fainted. Sorry, not died. The Pokemon don't die; they just faint because that's less problematic. When those go back into three, their Pokeballs, they go they back into go the Pokeballs. The yeah. Um. When those three fainted, I was done. And that was sort of the situation here today when we're like, oh, let's split up into teams of two. And yeah, Pia, you get stuck with the leftovers. And Queen is like, oh, leftovers. And uh-huh. he was like, no, this is not the leftovers I was looking for. It got problematic. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But here we are. Final Fantasy Nine. What a time to be alive. Should we get into this? Should we should we start? start where we left off last time sure let's do it i was just thinking i uh continued my final fantasy 7 playthrough that i'm doing on the twitch channel this morning and i am also at the point where cloud fell into the live stream tifa's staying with him in medial and i got sid as a mandatory member of my party and i'm just running around with like nobody (laughs) it is it is exactly that crew and i added a redeem that Mike found today that I didn't talk about uh, where if you're paying attention uh, once a stream, somebody can require me to put Kate Sith in my party um, at the next, at the earliest opportunity. And then I I have stuck with him until the next opportunity to change my party. And Mike did that to me today. So my party right now, I think is, is Sid, Yuffie and Kate Sith or like some other garbage combination. <laughs> Is that once a stream you let people do that? Yeah, you like stream for hours, like like not like a ten minute little quick hit. This is yeah. we're talking about hours of Kate Sith in your face. Like, well, from the time that I can put him in the party after that gets redeemed until the next place, like a save point where I can take him out. So it's not for the whole stream. That's but I mean, it is. That's, uh, that's a lot of uh, uh, listen. What I have learned is that my chat hates me and loves to see me suffer. Yeah, so. people do get some like sick enjoyment out of that, which is I, I honestly think that's the only reason why anyone listens to this podcast is to be like, oh, what <laughs> stupid thing did Adam do this time to to make his, make his playthrough as difficult as possible? Well, believe you me, I will tell you all of the stupid things I did this time. Um, it's not zero though. So where we pick back up, I also love. Um, I said that I saved in the room last time, but evidently it, it took me back to the previous cutscene. It was it, it's fine. It, it like wasn't a problem. It just it was just the cutscene of Hilda and uh, Sid the Frog, 
And I oh, love you got to watch that. A I got to time. watch it a second time where Hilda's like, yeah, this guy's so evil. He just unveiled his whole master plan. He's going to destroy Sit the, the frog in her lap. The world. But you know what? He didn't cheat on me. And I, oh my God, I died again. It was this, it was the exact same thing. I had already seen it. I knew exactly what was coming and it still got me. I was talking to Josh uh, about that last week, and I think he said that is one of his least favorite scenes in all of Final (laughs) Fantasy because the frog makes him so uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then she, like, brings the frog in for a little kiss, and I'm like, oh, my God, what's (laughs) going on here? Um, Yeah, I was dying. Although, that would be another interesting conversation to have. Favorite scenes in all of the Final Fantasy that we've played thus far. I have a clear winner. Like, it's it's actually not even close to me um what the clear winner of that is i feel like you could guess what my clear winner is i'm gonna no? I'll think about it i'm gonna okay. think about all right. it all right you think about it i think once you once you remember the scene it'll be like oh yeah of course <laughs> anyway okay we're uh, we're waking up in the room we get woken up uh p is dreaming about something weird but whatever we're p is woken up um by a rando guard and he's like hey you're wanted in the conference room so get over to the conference room wake up get to the conference room um and that's where we need you. Okay, so we're in the conference room. Everyone's there, and we see Zaddy Sid uh, standing <laughs> up on his throne. And everyone's like, "Wait a minute, who is this?" And and we're like, oh, "Star, it's a look, human Sid." Zaddy said there and Pia like freaks out he's like what that's Sid I can't believe it I, I love his reaction because he puts his arms up every time he's like oh <laughs> the arms like the hands are up like he's about to fight somebody um and he's like listen we have plans okay we roughly know what they're gonna do also this is Hilda she's here she was the one that turned me into Nogglop and then we kissed and we made up and it's fine she's here and we're gonna create uh the Hildegard three. Now, I'm not an expert in naming conventions. I'm I'm really not very good at it. But if you created the Hildegard one, didn't go great. Hildegard two, objectively really not good. Bad things happen. <laughs> maybe, maybe we don't go back to that well. Like maybe maybe we maybe we do something else in honor of our um recent uh reconnected lover hilda i don't know but to construct the hildegard three we need to use the nar narcissus 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 we need to use our we need to use the narcissus to construct the hildegard three right okay kuja's plan and he's kind of you know going over this hilda's explaining as well kuja's plan is to use gaia which is our world Mm -hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna use Gaia to take over Terra, which is his world. I think that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Kind of. We're gonna we need to use our world to do, like a Death Star situation is sort of how I'm <laughs> equating this. We are using this world. Also, look at me making a, a Star Wars uh, comparison here. Who am I? Um, we're using Gaia to take over Terra. That's my understanding of Kuja's plan. I, I That could be way off. I don't know. Kuja's evil. He wants to, to... I don't even know if he wants to destroy our world or, like, what his ultimate... But, like, he's trying to use our world to... Uh-huh. But not even to destroy other worlds. Just, like, take them over. Like, he just wants to be, like, an important guy. Like, he just... I, like, I don't know. 
Tara's the other road, though. They highlighted Tara and Gaia, so that's mm-hmm. that's that's like what the I blue, know. The blue words. <laughs> yeah, these are, these are the buzzwords. Use these in all of your press briefings. We need these words to be used. Um, <laughs> all your press briefings. <laughs> so, that's the plan. And then, in the middle of the plan, uh, we see Steiner out on the streets, because I, I did neglect to mention this. The princess is gone. Remember the uh, last time the, the princess dagger garnet was like, I can't talk. And she was dead. She was what's mm-hmm. mute. That's the word. She couldn't talk. And that's a problem. And then she ran off. And then Steiner was like, I got to go find her. And so while we are Gaia deep here in this plan of explaining what's going on, we flash to Steiner who is just out and about. And he he's over in, um, uh what is this Lindblom? we're still in, in Lindblom. we're all in Lindblom. Mm-hmm. everyone's in Lindblom right now he's he's in the the theater district over by tantalus I, i'm impressed with myself it's because i was just in the business district of because um... they're all looking for dagger well steiner is looking for dagger steiner and is looking for dagger steiner, with the help of tantalus steiner talks to tantalus and and he's like i'm trying to find the princess and they're like oh that's interesting and he's like i've looked everywhere i have looked in all of the places but i can't find her and they're like every oh, single possible location we got this first of all steiner we've seen you look one place it was right there that's all we've seen you like where <laughs> else have you looked we where where is the extended scene of steiner traipsing around a whole continent looking for dagger i would watch that oh my god please give me that cut scene of steiner just like hum, 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 princess princess just hum, hum, all, just give me all of the steiner please um Tansos agrees to help though great congratulations tansos is going to help we'll get back to this in just a second because we like interweave the explanation of kuja's highly complicated and very convoluted plan with steiner running around trying to find the princess so i you know okay back to explaining the plan um i'm just gonna read what i wrote down because i don't even know that this is correct but tara which is which is Kuja's um, world universe planet Home planet is it a planet is it a is it like a whatever Terra is connected by shimmering islands another blue word for you Terra is Kuja's Gaia that Terra doesn't help is but that's Kuja's what it is Gaia and all of this world is our Gaia and. I, okay, whatever. <laughs> Terra's connected by shimmering islands, but if it's like literally connected by whatever, that's where Terra is. There's Gaia, shimmering islands, Terra. That's the situation. Okay. But in order to get to the shimmering islands, we have to go to this rando old castle located in the northern area of the Forgotten Continent. And I, uh, another, another more, blue little, words. more blue words there. Northern area of the forgotten continent. Now, okay, I, how do we know that? Like, uh, whatever. I don't know how we get that information, but that's how we know. But that's how we have to get there. And just for funsies, let's call it Ibsen's Castle is, is the name <laughs> we have for this rando old abandoned castle in the northern area of the forgotten continent. Love that we just named that right there on the spot. Great. Now... The the logic here of why we're going to this place made no sense to me while I was on the way. And it it barely made sense once I got there and did all of the things <laughs> that they wanted me to do there. But okay, that we have to go to the castle because 
there is how we're going to unlock. We have to we have to break the seal. We have to peel the seal, basically, um, of of the Shimmering Islands in order to get there. And Ibsen's castle allows us the ability to peel the seal. Okay, we're on, we're on track. We're we're we know what's going on here. You're doing great. Steiner can't find the princess. He's looked absolutely everywhere. He comes back and he's like, I can't find her. I looked at all the places. I did I did so much looking and I couldn't find her. And Pia's like, oh, I know where she is. I know where the princess is. Then we flash to Cinna and Blank, who it's here where I want to stop down for a second and talk about Blank for, for just a just a brief moment here. Why is blank basically naked uh, as he is running around in these streets? I don't know if, if you have recently looked at a um, well, and, and I don't know if he was wearing something different or whatever, but when we are flashing to Cinna and blank blank could not be wearing less clothing. If he tried, like you could, you could tell me, Please go full out in the nude. And I'm pretty sure I would see less than what I saw on, on what Blank was currently wearing. He's just walk. I mean, those pants, if you even want to call them pants, are like a couple centimeters long. Like this man, this man is fully out there. Anyway. There's something funky going on. He might be our... Uh... This might be our is a look for uh, something's happening for this I don't week. Need, I don't know how we have a look at this, this image that I just sent you the link to. Some there's something weird happening with blank. It's well, oh, this doesn't even have an image. Oh, maybe the link didn't work. Maybe go ahead, keep that. Maybe okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, what are they? What are they even doing here? I don't even know. Uh, oh, we're talking to. Let's see here. Who is, who is, I just have written down why is Blink naked. <laughs> um, okay. Then we flash to Pia and Baku. They're talking like, oh, he saw that chick, Beatrix. I think they're in Trino uh, during this conversation, which again, I'm kind of impressed with myself with them. Unless that's wrong, in which case, but whatever. Um, Trino is the city of eternal night where, every, where there's all the nobles and the fountain and, uh, and the auction house. <laughs> okay, I just got the just got the image of blank and yeah. His skin I mean, is like stitched together. I don't know what's going on. We'll talk about it. I think we have to talk about it. There's some weird stuff happening. Okay. Wow. We don't we don't talk about blanco, but well, we're, no, we're gonna we, have to talk We're gonna about have it. to talk about him. Um we're in tree now. Baku's talking, he saw that chick, and the chick is Beatrix. Beatrix is there, and we play a little ring around the rosy around the bridge here for some reason. <laughs> we like running around for no, we like run down the stairs, and Beatrix evades us somehow and runs out. And then we come up the stairs, and she's like, Oh, she was there the whole time. And she wa- it just makes no sense. Whatever. We finally catch up to Beatrix. Baku doesn't move, by the way. Baku just sits there and is like, Beatrix will come to us. Um, yeah, Dagger's been like in the castle grounds this whole time. Yeah, Beatrix likes, uh, have you have you checked her resting place? Have you checked where she like hangs out? He was like, oh, <laughs> I hadn't uh, considered her resting place. Great. Well, we go... to be fair, Zidane just met her. Like, I mean, the timeline we've been of here, is unclear, though. But, like, yeah, we mm, we've been to this resting place though because we flashed Steiner, here. 
has known this girl her whole life. And he immediately just like ran out into the city to go look for her. It seems without checking the castle grounds at all. Well, they were in Lindblom. So you have to check all of Lindblom before you can go to Alexandria um, and deal with that. By the way, uh, Lindblom and Alexandria, now that I've like been on the map a little bit, are far away. No, like they're not. Close. Yeah. To be, to uh, yeah, in the opposite of my defense, I still get them confused. I know they're not the same place, but I regularly get confused about which is where. Yeah, it's okay. I think I went to Bermesia one of these times just for just because I thought that was one of the main ones. It turns out it's it's just not. It's really just not. No, um, not even close to what I was looking for. Um, okay, so she's in her resting place and she can talk. Pop off to her as she's figured out her voice situation. We love that. Um, that's great. Also, Beatrix gave us a garnet to give to Garnet. That that's just bring that up there. Pia gets there and he's like, Here, I have this garnet for you. And then he chucks it up in the air as high as he possibly can to hand it over to her. Um, he's here, take this garnet, and he, he, I mean, he freaking sails that sucker. He lets it fly. Uh, Dagger's like, great, this is so good, I love this, uh, this is great. Also, can I have a knife? Um, and Pia's like, what, 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 what do you need a knife for? She's like, ha ha, I stole your knife! Mwahaha! And then, we transform to one of the admittedly few fully cinematic scenes of this game. We do not get a ton of these. The last one we had was I believe all of Alexandria exploding by multiple idolons yeah. in, in very cool cinematic fashion as Kuja was flying off on dragons for taking the earth. This time, this cinematic is a haircut, is uh, what, what's happening here as uh, Dagger chops off her hair with this knife, which I feel like would hurt. I feel like cutting your hair with a knife is like gotta be painful. Unless the knife is like super sharp. Like it, like there's no way Pia is I don't know what kind of weapon Pia has actually. Probably like probably like a, a I don't even know. He put he might have a good knife. She chops with a uh, she tops her hair off with a knife. Um what do you think of this haircut said? I'm out on it. I gotta be honest with you. I'm really? out on this. You're out on the bob? I'm out on this for Dagger. And I think the, the main reason is because like four seconds later, we talk with Iko and I'm like, oh, these are way too close. Uh, in terms oh, of, <laughs> it's just way too close here. So I don't know. I I've, I've certainly have no issue with like shorter, long, whatever. Like uh, people's hair can be whatever people's hair wants to be. I, live your life. I don't care. But um I, I just feel like the longer hair was a better better fit for her and then i was also very confused it was like i'm gonna steal this knife off of you and dramatically go cut my hair like it just feels like a lot you know like you're the you're the queen like we can we can pay someone to do this professionally like you don't need to you know you don't need to uh just do this well, on clearly she doesn't need to pay someone to do it professionally because she slices in like one movement and has a perfect haircut which is let's, nonsense let's perfect haircut is it is it a perfect haircut i understand that you prefer the longer hair but that but in terms of a haircut objectively like what she's trying to do it turns saying. into a perfect haircut which yeah. is not realistically how cutting a ponytail off works having yeah. done it many times many times you've cut off your ponytail many times with a knife yeah when i so when i was younger i had hair down past my waist and i donated like 12 inch cuts to locks of love oh like three years in a row and you they do to, it by putting 
grow that out like multi like that many times like you yeah well each time it got a little shorter but mm, okay I, I started with really like when i cut 12 inches off the first time it was still well past my shoulders oh my god that's, that's how a, long my hair was when i was a kid that's a lot of hair isn't that wild um, but when they do that they wow. put it in ponytails and they they snip the ponytails off so that it's all gathered together to go yeah. to the wig makers mm -hmm. um so that it's got just loose hair all over the floor uh but it doesn't come out evenly because your hair doesn't grow at clumped. different lengths yeah, yeah, yeah. to make it the same length in one spot. <laughs> um, so that's my complaint with the haircut. I like it. Uh, it's just not realistic, but it's a so video game. We so missed cares. like the, the, the secondary trim. Once she cut it off in the one spot, then we have to kind of go back. And yeah. The up. way she cut it, she has, you know, two inches of hair actually at the very back of her mm -hmm. head. Um, and then it's going to be like this weird flat spot where the ponytail was. <laughs> oh boy, Dagger. What are we going to do with you? Um, okay, we're back in Lindblom. How we get from place to place so quickly makes little to no sense to me. Because, uh, like, um, whatever. The ship is ready. Everyone's here. We are ready uh to go and um I, I know we already sort of decided on our isla character i just want to shout out the mvp of this section of the game for me uh previously unnamed rando uh who's now <laughs> quintessential to us doing absolutely anything welcome to the game aaron aaron the pilot of the ship the named <laughs> character pilot of the ship. Now, I'll, mind you, she is not the only staff member of the ship because we also have crew member, who is the other mm -hmm. one, not named, not named, performs similarly important functions of changing the party and updating <laughs> the instructions. No name for him. We could not budget a name for crew member. But Aaron, oh my God, the line, Aaron, you know where we're going, right? And I'm like, who is Aaron? What are you talking about? You're like, yeah, I've been listening the whole time. I know exactly. I've been here the whole going. time. <laughs> How, where, where did Aaron come from? It's just in here. She knows the way. She knows where to go. She's going to pilot the ship. She's like, yeah, if you need anything, just let me know. You know, cocktails in the lounge. I got the flight <laughs> information. Like, you know, uh, welcome, welcome to the game, Aaron. I just, I, the fact that this that Aaron is named and crew member is not named is wild to me. Just like, I don't know. I, I mean, welcome Aaron. Even the, all of the staff in the castle are like Eggmeister and yeah. Chefmeister. We just did this guy. Yeah. I mean, Shipmeister. Like we could, I mean, we could have gotten a lot of options. We have an airship. We have an airship. It's 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 cool. Except my um, biggest complaint here is that the inside of this airship is as clunky as I've ever seen, like on any anything ever. Like this is going from room to room here is so unintuitive. It's not even funny. I was like, uh, you know, exploring around because I, you know the um, just the Final Fantasy VII airship was. Uh, there's a couple different screens, but it's like very obvious. It's like spacious. It's fun to like see all the crew members doing other stuff. You have to like go around a maze in here, and you find like people <laughs> in the in the coal room shoveling coals into the fire, or whatever. Amaran is brooding over behind a door, and then you have. I was like climbing rando ladders to open locked doors to get. I think I got an elixir in here. Like, why am I hiding stuff in my own ship? Like, what's going on here? 
Um, and then Aaron and crew member are just holding down the fort there. Uh, so we got an airship. Congratulations to us. We got an airship. What a victory because it, I really would not be a final fantasy game if we did not in some way acquire a personal airship for, for us to use however we see fit. So there we go. Congratulations to us. We got an airship. Yeah, it is really much later in this game than in a lot of other ones that you get like means of transport, you know, even if it's not it and it usually isn't immediately the airship. It's usually something that like can traverse land, but not water or shallow water, but not deep water or snow, but not deserts Um, in Final Fantasy four. You go through a lot of vehicles in a very short period of time that are all terrain specific uh, before you finally get your airship. And we are late in the game here in Final Fantasy IX before we finally uh, acquire our airship. So anytime they were like, we have to go here. And then they cut to you being there. I was always like, oh, thank God. I did not want to have to walk from wherever I am to wherever I'm trying to go or figure out the like rail, the like funicular that goes from the bottom of the place to the top of the place or, you know. Funicular. I love that word. It's a good one. What a a great word. Um, yeah, shout out to Oliver, the maze that we were trudging through, which we could have easily gotten there through just an airship. Um, okay. Uh well, we have an airship uh late in the game. Uh and it's getting late in the podcast. Let's let's take a quick ad break and we will uh we'll we'll be right back on our airship. Someone someone let Aaron know we're taking an taking an ad break. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. We appreciate you. Aaron knows where we're going. She knows, she knows what's up. Okay. So if you remember from before, we were told, hey, go to this rando castle in the forgotten continent northern section because we need to peel the seal here and uh get over there and and do something in the castle it's great let's go and then we get to the castle um okay the first thing that happens here is uh the flaming amaranth throws a little bit of a temper tantrum and is like listen i work alone i am a lone wolf always have been always will be i 
find so much joy in being alone and not working as a team. Screw teams. I am an individual. I will not be a part of your group. And Pia's like, okay, I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever you want to do, just like maybe stop yelling so much. And he's like, don't even try to get me to stay. Don't even, don't even think I'm going alone. We're going to, we're going to compete as to who can break the seal first. I'm going to, cool, I'm going to break it. And then it gives me the option. I was like, should I try and convince him to stay or just let him go? Never before in my life have I ever been get out of here faster. I don't know. I, I, I doubt that he would have stayed because there's no way that we set this up for him staying. I, that was the quickest See ya. I've ever seen. See why at sign. We will see you later. Maybe never. Goodbye. Flaming Amaranth. You're done. I don't know. Why was he trying to compete for this? What, what, is, what is this character? I just, I just don't understand this character at all. And it gets even more confusing as we go on later, but like this, this was the temper tantrum. Like I would expect <laughs> Iko to throw this kind of temper tantrum because she's like she's six. six, like that, that this was a six year old temper tantrum. No, I want to do it. I want to, it's mine. Shut up. Shut up. Flaming Amber. I don't care about you. I don't know you. You're, He's gone. He runs into the castle and feels like, okay, well, we still have like seven of us here. So we're probably fine without him. He didn't do any damage in combat anyway. So I'm going to take three of you in and everyone else just stand guard. Okay. I, me and three others will be in there and everyone else will just, just hang out here. Four is the number. I am one pick three. And then everyone else <laughs> is out here. And so of course, um, I picked my usual squad. Uh, have to have Steiner. Uh, Vivi made the cut, and Dagger is in there as well for some healing. Uh, close choice between Dagger and Iko. In retrospect, should have brought Quinn up for reasons later. Did not. Instead, uh, those are my four. So Freya, uh, Quinna, and Iko were the three that stayed out. Everyone else was with me. We're into the castle, and this is uh, just another. I felt like I said this last podcast as well. Um, this was just another situation where I I spent a lot of time in here going through stuff. I don't have anything to say about it though. Like it was just I'm going from floor to floor. I'm climbing up ladders. I'm getting lost all over the place. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. There was one point where there was a door. Um, that I was uh, theoretically trying to go through and I kept like pushing it or whatever. And then it was like, do you want to kick the door? And I'm like, well, I mean, okay. Do you want to, do you want to put, do you want to push the door? I mean, I guess, do you want to pound the door? And I was like, okay, well, maybe we take it easy here. Um, Great. And I just kept pounding and pounding and pounding that door over and over again. And then it was like, huh. Take it easy. Also, one of the options on there was do something drastic. Do you want to do something drastic? To the door? And I was like, uh, <laughs> Who doesn't want to do something drastic? Maybe. And then I just chilled out and it let me go through. And then I didn't even write down what was on the other side of the door. It was probably just like a treasure chest or something. But it brought me back <laughs> out to like the main lobby. And I, I don't even know what was there. It wasn't even the thing I was like trying to do. It was just a rando door. I was thinking uh -huh. like, oh, man, this is the thing to get me to the next place. Nope. Just a door. Just a door that I had to spend a bunch of time going through. We keep going through uh, the castle. Um, and we get down to like... I forget if this is in the bottom or the top. Because I went I went to both. But um, we meet uh, the Flaming Amaranth in this like little secret meeting room. 
conference room vibes uh, back in London. But this little secret meeting room. And he's like, ha ha, I was here first, you idiot. That just proves that doing things alone is better than doing things as a team. Look at how much time you wasted. Having like, friends is so lame. I was like, what are, what are, what are we doing here? Like, what is, what is <laughs> why, why, why is this the character beat for you? Whatever. And he's like, ha ha, I did it. And then we go over to this wall where there's four different mirrors. And we're like, hmm, this is, this is weird. And so we just take the mirrors. We, we, I, I've definitely made this joke before, but we just British Museum the heck out of this thing. And we just mm-hmm. yoink those mirrors away from this castle. And we're like, ah, oh, these are, these are ours now. It's fine. Um, and as we're about to leave, a giant bug is like, hey, uh, don't take my mirrors, please. The Taharka. And, yeah. And we're like, we're going to take them. That's just what's that is fundamentally going to be the sequence of events that happens here. So you need to get on board and we fight the bug and we kill the bug. Um, easy yep. fight. I had my A squad. I'm wildly overleveled with this for this was a joke of a fight, to be honest with you. Um great it's nice to get those every once in a while yeah it was especially because i feel like this could have been a hard fight had i not been under leveled but i like i you know you let me choose the party and i'm over leveled this is a this is a cakewalk like i'm it's not even difficult at this point uh will not be the case in uh not that long great uh afterwards let's see we beat the bug okay great we're trying we get out of the castle we have our mirrors excellent we run away we fall down a couple trap doors um just to get more treasure basically the there's trapdoors for treasure purposes they're not there's it's not a trap it's just a different <laughs> way to get it's basically a ladder it's just a different way to get to treasure um okay perfect 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 we're out of the castle except the flaming ginger is not there the flaming amaranth did not make it out of the castle even though even though he was way ahead of us individually he, he he did not make it out of the castle so we had to yeah, so we went back beat us out he should have gotten out now. before us we had to he's, do this whole fight he wasn't he did, there for that yeah no kidding actually not that he would have contributed anyway he's like he honestly i think he's like <laughs> level 19 or 20 or something like oh that and I, he, I mean i have not i have not played with him in my party a single time that i have had to um <laughs> Or that I haven't had to. And I uh-huh. I don't even know that I had to outside of like the one time in the tree. He was like, just, f- I don't tree. even, I think that's where he was, right? In the, I don't know. Whatever. We're out, except he's not there. So we have to go back in. And Pia's like, I'll, I'll just go back in and find him. I mean, it's not like, it's not like the castle is like on fire and we're saved. Yeah. There's no like rush here, really. I'll just go back and get him. <laughs> It's really not an issue, but you all just like, wait. Really, we care about him so much because yeah. he is so contributing to our team and really likes us and is important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so we go in and we find him downstairs, sprawled out on a just a random little walkway, and he's like, "Oh my, oh, oh my God, why did you come back for me? Why would you have?" taken time out of your busy schedule to come back for me when there's nothing in this for you at all i mean i like you should have just left me be and but you came back anyway why it doesn't it, it, this is breaking my brain and Pia's like okay well um i i wasn't really busy and i just was like gonna you know help you out and come back and get you and he's like 
what what do you mean you were gonna just help me out of the goodness of your heart and there was nothing in it for you why would you do this and he was like okay well because i'm not i'm just not like a huge jerk and i'm just gonna help you out and he's like wow my worldview has absolutely changed because I, and one of the things that i did neglect to say at the end of their last interaction um they left on the two lines that I wrote down here were we might be enemies in the future from the flame camera. And also uh, after Pia said, Oh, you, you can go. It's fine. He followed that up. He, the flame camera followed up with, well, aren't you an agreeable fellow? That's where they left things with that. Uh, just beautiful <laughs> line of dialogue. Aren't you an agreeable fellow? We save the flaming ginger, whatever. We're going to need him because our mission and I don't really understand how this all connects to anything. We went to the castle to get the mirrors and the mirrors are used to shut off the, the, the portals to the shimmering islands. Portals might be the incorrect word. The, I, I don't, I don't know. We have four of these things. We have four mirrors, earth, air, wind, and fire, the elements. Great. And we need to deposit them or, or whatever. We need to put them in these little collectors, uh, one a piece, and they're scattered everywhere. And we all have to do this simultaneously because that will break the seal to get Each to the shimmering elemental shrines. Yeah. yeah. That's what we got to do. We have, four, we have four mirrors, four shrines, eight people, mm -hmm. and we're in a rush for some reason. <laughs> We're so busy, in fact, that we need to split up in groups of two to go to each of these places, two people per per mirror, per shrine, and then afterwards we're going to just swing back and pick everybody up and go to the Shimmering Island. It feels like if we're going to go to every place, like we could just we could just do these one by one, but whatever. We have to do We have to do them all at the same time because that's important for some reason even though we're going from place to place, like I could, I could fly a million miles in between drop-offs here. Like, it's not like we're whatever. <laughs> okay. So we're splitting up in teams of two, one for each. Okay. We're starting with the water shrine. Cause it's, it's very close. Um, and also crew member, not, not Aaron, not Aaron. Crewmeister. Crewmeister. No. <laughs> Crewmeister knows exactly where we're going with all of these. If I ever get confused on where to go, he's like, ah, well, I was, I was listening into your previous conversations and um, this, you should go just Southeast of, of Trina, wherever it was. I'm paying he, better attention than you are. So oh, let me yeah. tell you. Absolutely. He's paying better attention than I am. He knows, he knows more about this map and where to go than I ever <laughs> will in my entire life. I mean, truly. The water shrine is just for the girlies. We have Iko and dagger who are taking this one on and of course the first thing i'm thinking in my mind was well there goes all of my healing for yeah, the why are the two fight. i i had this issue too i was like i don't want to send the two healers to yeah. the same place can i can i just send quinna and amaranth to do Literally this one anybody else like can i i mean freya's not busy like can we just no it's Split the girlies up. Only. It makes no sense. It it truly is baffling to me. I did not have a choice in this. We go to the water shrine. It's those two. Excellent. Good for them. Freya and uh, the flaming ginge are going to the fire one, which is like in a volcano. And so we drop them off. And then 
the wind one goes to Steiner and Vivi because we couldn't put Steiner and Quinna together for some reason. You need Vivi to babysit Steiner is what Sedane said. I need Vivi to babysit Steiner. This is this makes no sense to me. But also, I wanted Vivi and Quinna to be together because then I would get Steiner. Okay, uh-huh. that is my goal. That being said, the Steiner Vivi friendship. And like, I'm I'm really enjoying this. Like, I really do like how far we have come uh, with these two, especially because, at least to my knowledge, they're the only two that can like sync up uh, combat abilities, like synergize abilities. Yeah, yeah. like I, I, maybe that's an option for others, and I just like don't play with anyone else or haven't unlocked I don't those think weapons. So. Like, it, but it's a very cool mechanic, and it's also very po- it's like very powerful as well. Like it's it's it, Steiner's it does, sword magic. Yeah. yeah, Steiner's sword magic does a lot of work. Um, and I'm not using Steiner's MP for anything else. So like, no, you I, really don't. So, um, the only issue is like sometimes, uh, if like Vivi gets knocked out in the middle of that, it like doesn't work, and then we'll you know waste all this whatever. Okay, the Steiner and Vivi at the wind one, they have a little moment there going off, and that leaves Pia and Quina to go to the earth one and we get to the earth thing. And Pia's like, man, I can't believe I was stuck with the leftovers. And Quinna's like leftovers. I love the leftovers. <laughs> um, good for you. Quinna pop off. Pia's not happy about this. Then we play a little jumping game where we have to jump twice around the earth thing for some reason. Um, great. And we get off the jumping thing and we're done with that. And then we go to place the place the the mirror in the sort of uh shrine tablet whatever receptacle here um and we sort of flash around to a bunch of them as everyone's about to place it in and everyone's like man this is so easy i can't believe that this is so easy to place it in and then basically one by one except i don't think we see the uh freya and flaming ginger one but whatever what uh, we we see monsters attack the guardians of the Gaiaxi <laughs> are attacking <laughs> our, <laughs> are attacking our group. And because we were idiots and split up into groups of two, we now have to take these on as pairs. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know how far we're gonna go with this, but Pia and Quinna are the first up to do this. And um, let me just tell you, this did not go well at all i full disclosure i have not beaten this oh wow this is where i have left off and it's because i took multiple whacks at this quina is level 21 right now and pia (laughs) is like almost level 40 and so this it's very difficult and quina has some healing quina does have white wind which is really good and then um there's like one other magical like attack ability. So it's not like when it doesn't have like the weapons and tools necessary to do it. Um, Just didn't have the stats under a thousand health is Quinna. And that's, that ain't it. Let me just, no, it's just, I'm looking at this fight right now on my stream and uh, Zidane has 4,000 HP and Quinna only has like 1500, but that's still a lot more than you have. It's like... yeah. And uh, P is only at like 30 something. I don't think I have my items perfectly uh, situated there. And so um, I tried this a couple times. I think I got close one time. I, I can't imagine this thing has a ton of health just because it's only those two. So it's like, there, uh, you know, in, in terms of the balance, like there's no way that this thing has more than like 25,000 is my guess. Um, 
I don't know. There's probably a way to figure that out or look it up or to know, but I, that's just my guess. There's just no way it has more than that. So I think it would be hypothetically doable, but yeah, um, I can tell you it has 20,756. <laughs> okay. So like right there, that actually is, I mean, it's a good amount. Um, but P is doing like 1500 plus per attack. And so mm -hmm. it's like, this is certainly a doable fight if I can get that done. So what I did was I had to go back to the previous save point where I have, um, I had, so I had dropped off three of them and then I was like, I should probably save before at this point, which was a good, a, a good, yep, call. good call. Um, I went back to the save. And so the thing that I was currently doing, and I did this a little bit, number one, I went to Lindblom and just bought 99 high potions and 99 oh Phoenix downs. <laughs> And we're just going to auto potion everybody. And uh, so I was, I was, I was down to like, I haven't gotten to buy anything in ages. We've been traipsing around like the yeah. castle and like all these, you know, weird. I mean, now that you are. have the airship, you can go, I can go anywhere. anywhere. And there are oh. lots of side questy oh. places you won't go that you could go. No, the one place I might go though, is back to um, Trino to give mm -hmm. that weird lady her coins that she yep. puts in. You definitely cages. should do that. Cause I have a, I have a weird amount of those just hanging out. Um, okay. So maybe I'll go back and do that as well. But so I, I basically was going back and then what I was doing was um, up by, I think it's the desert palace or wherever I was grinding the last time I just mm -hmm. went back there and have like started the process. So I have, I mean, I don't know who else, but I, I, I kept dagger and Steiner in the party and then swapped VB for Quina and so Quinna, who has the XP boost as well on them, uh, is just going to start power leveling. So I'm already up mm -hmm. a couple levels, but I'm, I mean, I'm just going to hit that grind. And then Pia getting the letter levels as well is obviously not going to be a bad thing. So that's where I'm at. That's what I was able to do uh, this Dang. past week. We're stuck in the grind. I don't know how much is left of the game, but we got to figure out how to drop off this last water crystal crest to peel the seal to get to the Shimmering Islands to get to tara because that's where kuja is and he's trying uh -huh. to take over tara mm -hmm. you are pretty close to the end of disc three okay pretty close and then disc four is much shorter because it's lots of movies that's fine i can handle movies the only, my only problem with the movies is that i sometimes forget to like write down what happened in them which makes happening it yeah it's a lot of narrative uh images without dialogue and yeah. it can be easy to sort of like zone out and be like oh pretty pictures and it's like oh wait but like stuff is happening that i need yeah. to understand yeah uh, despite the fact that i like do this a lot and watch things and talk about it for like these podcasts a lot it's very, it's for some reason it's like different with a game just because i'm like so used to actively engaging with it most of yeah. the time that when i get the opportunity to just like you know oh this is interesting sit back relax and like enjoy the show i'm like okay wait a minute i have to like write this down mm -hmm. so it's it's a difficult thing especially when you are playing a game to then talk about it on a podcast as i've experienced over several years now like you can't really have a split focus the way that you can with a lot of other activities. You can't be like looking at your phone while you're watching a TV show. You have to be engaged with the game. And if your focus is split at all, it's taking notes on what you're watching. And that's about all your brain can handle. Otherwise you're going to lose so much of what's going on. And that's hard because we exist in a, in a time in a world where it's very easy for your focus to be on three different things at the same time. Yeah. If you're like listening to something and playing something and eating or, you know, 
Whatever. Like, I don't think anyone who's listening to this podcast is just listening to this. No, podcast. I hope not. Boy, that's insane. Don't do that. <laughs> I, really, I really hope that's not what's happening. We all have better things to do with our time than just yeah. sit and listen. But we appreciate Seriously. you if that if for some reason that is you. All right. Do you want to uh, sh- should we talk about blank? OK, let's <laughs> let's let's talk about blank. I'm excited about this. Uh, I, I'm not surprised that we haven't gotten to blank yet. But I, I think legitimately the only reason we haven't done Blank yet is because I just haven't looked at this. Because I guarantee you, <laughs> if I had seen this, this would have been like episode two or three that we would have done. And Blank has been there all the mm-hmm. way, basically the from the beginning. Um, he was the one that got like petrified in that. Weird yeah, forest. in the, in the evil forest. That. Yeah. Remember when I remember? <laughs> do you remember that first podcast? And I was like, man, this would be interesting if the whole game was this one night of the different perspectives of trying to kidnap yep. the princess. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's, I didn't say anything, but I was like, the game is going to be so much not that. What a lifetime! We're going to go ago. so many places. <laughs> what a lifetime ago that was. Okay, blank. Uh, we have to start with with the head and the hair. I like the hair. It's it's very like up. Uh, the color is like interesting. It's like red but like almost like a cotton candy red type situation mm-hmm. here which i like um, i've rocked this hair before do you think i could pull this hair color off uh maybe you have pink tones in your skin but so do i um it, it, it's doable you can yeah. do it i think i could pull off this hair color more than almost any other non-traditional hair color uh-huh like i th- i think that like i don't i don't think i could be the person that like pulls off a purple or a pink or a green or like you know what i mean but i think but i could that pull is this also off. easier in a lot of ways because it's sort of become accepted as almost a normal hair color yeah even though generally 99 percent of the people you see with red hair it is not naturally red uh case in point i was allowed to have red hair at work even though we were supposed to have natural hair color because mm-hmm. i specifically asked pre-pandemic uh, if i could dye my hair purple and i was told no uh even though my hair was a very dyed very artificial red um i asked when we came back to work if that was something we still cared about in uh the year of our lord 2021 <laughs> and uh no it suddenly wasn't so important anymore and that is why you have all known me as a person with purple hair ever since but yeah red hair pretty doable have I ever shown you a picture of my younger brother who no. has like the brightest red hair you have ever seen? I need like, to see he, this. He, uh, well, he, uh, we don't have the same dad. So like, that's like part of it, but also like he, it is the brightest red ever. Um, Okay. What is this headband situation <laughs> right over the eyes? There's okay. So that's is like the see-through? one thing that I've always kind of clocked about blank is that seemingly he, he can't see because he does have like a belt tied around his face. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like the, the, it is not visible through, like, I don't think you can see through this. No. There's a buckle on the side. Then there, uh, there's kind of maybe multiple buckles actually. I don't know. But then what else is going on? Okay. It just gets weirder. The so further down is, you go, this is the thing. And this happens on the face as well as a lot of the body. And then like the leg as well. He's almost like stitched together. And I, yeah. I wonder if this is clothing or like wounds that have been stitched yeah, because so the stitches the, are very far apart. It's not like it's like little stitches right next to each other. It's it's big like 
Sally uh, from Cor- is it Corpse Bride or um, what's the Tim Burton movie with? Uh, do you know I, what I'm talking I, about? I, 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 I is the is the is that the guy that does like the Nightmare Before yeah. Coraline? Is that the is that the yeah Sally? Cor- is it Coraline? Oh, Sally is from Nightmare Before Christmas. That's who I'm thinking of. Um, because she has stitches like all over her body too. Uh, the wiki here, and we're always looking at images from the um, Final Fantasy fandom wiki, if you're trying to look at what we're talking about, um, describes him as a young man with auburn hair and pale skin. He has unusual scars across his body where oh. he's been seemingly patched up with darker skin tones, most notably over the left side of his face. Blank's red hair is spiked with a thick leather belt acting as a headband. Not really. Mm. Uh, which also covers the upper half of his face. This is never explained. Yeah. There's no explanation for this. Well, okay. I, to to move on slightly. Well, there's another belt. There's another belt that's like around him like a sash. I do like that. Yeah, like a, I think the word is a ba- like a bandolier. Oh, um, okay. The way I- that you would... Uh, or like the perhaps in a language that better speaks to our audience, like the immunity sword <laughs> from uh, Survivor Pearl Islands. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just a belt attached to nothing, slung yeah. over his shoulder, uh, holding up nothing. Yeah, holding up um, not a thing because there's like a weird little tunic right in the middle. Um, yeah, like a corset situation almost. It's almost like it's almost like a tube nick because it's almost like a tube top. <laughs> It is like a tube top that doesn't go up quite high enough. And then like uh, briefs, question mark, underwear of some kind. It's a, it's a loincloth at best. This is, I mean, this is, this is another belt, more belts. What if we took away the whitey part of the tidy whiteys and just kept the crotch is what's (laughs) going on here. That's all we kept was just like a little crotch jock strap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also, knowing that the stitched part is his skin makes this even more revealing than I previously thought. Yeah, that it was. It's not like he has on a tank top underneath. Mm-mm. That's just skin. That's just skin. Um, okay, we have to talk about my favorite two pieces of this ensemble. Number one, these gloves. The gloves <laughs> look immaculate. I am obsessed with them. In a world where you are wearing basically nothing else, these look like the most fluffy, warm winter gloves I have ever seen. His his whole body might be cold. He might be <laughs> waving his grundle around out there, but the but the hands are warm and toasty. These gloves are inc- I would wear these gloves. I'm not even a big glove guy. These look amazing. It, it, this is like a running theme, I think, in the outfits that we've talked about with these characters. We're like, Zidane's the same way. I mean, he's wearing a shirt, but it is like a sleeveless shirt. And yet he has cuffs, like sleeve cuffs uh, on his wrists that are attached to nothing. Um, yeah, these like leather gloves with the big furry cuffs are very lush, uh, very plush. Um, one One knee guard. Yeah, I, I, you know, whatever. Just His right knee is is a problem. But then we have to talk about my favorite piece: <laughs> the boots, the boots, the, these the furry, these the, the furry light blue, the these beautiful, these 
the the curved boots at the top that show a little bit of stitched ankle here. <laughs> We're, as we're looking at them i would wear the absolute hell out of these things these look amazing they look so comfortable they are i mean so i like stylish. everything he's wearing if he was just also wearing clothes yeah it'd be cool if he was wearing more of it you know <laughs> just like a little bit more let's extend the tunic you know let's let's, yeah. let's do something notoriously there. I, I love an outfit with too many belts that make no sense yeah. but that's but like it's not even an outfit it's just several well, belts this being okay that being said said if you told me place two belts on a person that make the least amount of sense, <laughs> if you told me find two places on the body where putting a belt there provides no functionality whatsoever, uh -huh. I would probably pick right over the head, on the face, and around <laughs> your body like a sash. Like, truly, those are the two places where it's like, does a belt make any sense here? No, no, not at all. This isn't going to do anything. But let's let's put it there for fashion purposes. Here he is, <laughs> Mr. Tantalus. <laughs> I love he's, these. He's boots. beauty and he's grace. Oh my god, he's going to uh, punch you in the face. And like, <laughs> like the the blue trim here. Oh my god, it's a great shade of blue. That's my. That's like one of my favorite shades <laughs> of blue. So that's yeah. blank. We Boy, don't even have we that really... many more, but. We really need a backstory on blank. I didn't fully, ex like, I had never fully clocked everything that was going on with him before. I kind of stopped at why does he have a belt over his eyes and never got any further. And in the graphics of the game, you cannot see everything, at least in the version of the game I played. You cannot see everything that's going on here. And it is a lot. It's, I mean, this is, gosh. I, I I love him. I really do. I love him a lot. Uh, I wish that he would have been part of the party more, but alas, just give me more boots and maybe put on some pants. There is no, even in the Wikipedia, there's like no explanation for how he got this way. Some designer just had a weird day and was like, this is like, it, guys. What? I have to imagine someone else in the room was like, so... So his skin is is what it is stitched, and then like what he what it will be stitched, and then the, okay. I mean, I guess I guess that's fine. Belts, <laughs> all over belts. Um, the guy who came up with him was Russian, by the way. That's my. That's also my uh -huh. internal. The guy word. who made this character in this Japanese yeah, RPG yeah, yeah. was Russian. We need sexy boots as well. In in the 1990s. In the nineteen uh, nineteen nineties, along so well, Russo Japanese in individual. <laughs> <laughs> Built oh, over eyes. <laughs> Oh my god. Belt over eyes. Belt yep. over eyes. No, over ice? No, no. No, no. Over no. eyes. Ice. Ice? No. The face. He cannot see. Eyes also stitched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I have never seen such a big swing that is just completely untalked about. Yeah. <laughs> so many choices here. There's so many choices. <laughs> For oh, essentially God. an NPC, yeah, with no backstory. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, get more blank. I I would like the answers. I don't think they're coming, but I would like. No, them. I don't think they are either. Boy, what? Okay, sure. All right, y'all. That's uh, that's what we're we've talked about. 
you're here today. Um, Adam, you got any updates? How was John Mulaney last week? Uh, it was, okay, John Mulaney was it was good. He was very very funny. I hated that they made us like give up our phones though to go in. That was so annoying. They had us like put our phones in these little like oh in pouches, the bags in the bags. Yeah, I, I hated that. That was so stupid. I, like what is what is what is John Mulaney worried about in terms of me having my phone in a performance of his? Like what what are we concerned about? I'm going to steal his material. I'm going to use it on the podcast. Like what, what are we worried about here? What's the, what's the problem, John? Um, and the guy who opened was pretty funny too. I had like, I don't, I don't remember his name because I couldn't write it down or look him up because I didn't have my phone. Anyway, it was pretty good. I had, I had like seen him on some tech, TikTok stuff before. Um, and he was, uh, pretty funny. The only problem, the only problem that I have, and this is a very like, it's not a real problem and only applies to some people when comedians are funny, their stuff gets shared and you see them being funny on things. And then when you go see them again, they do the same jokes because they are funny and do well, but I've already heard them. And uh-huh. so it's like, when I see John Mulaney be like, you don't let, someone order for the table right as they're about to leave it's like that's a very funny bit i laughed about that a lot multiple times in the past when i saw it for the first and maybe the second time i was like "Ah, i've heard that that's how comedians i know yeah no i know i know i know they're not doing new jokes in every city every night that's the thing that's the problem is because I'm, i'm living in this world where i'm like seeing so many comedians on TikTok and a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing there is like the crowd work is like the, you know, like Matt Rife, for example, someone who I'm like all over on TikTok and it's like crowd work is really good and really funny and it's like new every time I'm seeing it. But like if I were to go see it again, it would be, you know what I mean? Like it's it's not that he was not funny or didn't do like a really, really great job. Also having um box seats from work was awesome. So like that part of it was really, really cool. cool. It like came and served us. It was like a very nice theater. Um the only other thing I have to say about the John Mulaney uh bit is that he opened up with like some st louis jokes just like basically trashing st louis which i thought was very funny because i hate it here and think it's a terrible city and a terrible place (laughs) the people of st louis are not the kind of people that are willing to trash st louis we have a very proud population in st louis and so Uh I'm just as he's a from Chicago, people from Chicago, oh, speaking from experience, love to crap on St. Louis. <laughs> listen, I was I was born in Chicago. I have so many. I mean, I, my family in Chicago is is prevalent. I crap on St. Louis all day, every day. It's all I do. I hate it here. It's it's terrible. But the people here, they love their little trash heap, and they do not like uh-huh. other people acknowledging its trash heapiness. And he did that, and it was it's a, our it, trash heap. Only we get to call it that. <sighs> It, and they don't call it that. It's a it's a real problem, and it was a little bit of a rocky start uh, to the show because I feel like he, he probably goes to you know places like that all the time, or, you know, all these different places and like just some like geographically specific humor to get people into it. It did not work uh, for the St. Louis crowd, so that was the only other kind of weird thing. But if you can ever go to the Fox Theater and sit in a box seat, I would highly recommend it. It is um uh, it, it's very cool, very very cool. <laughs> all right. Would you like to tell people about uh, where they can see and or hear you outside of the box seat at the Fox Theater Theater, uh, where they take your freaking phone? Um, 
Okay, I'm Adam H. You can find me on Twitter, Pianoman Adam One, as well as every single week over at One in the Scarborough Podcast. We are talking through Girls Five Eva Season Two with Todd and Lindy, um, and we're talking uh, previous Little Liars, where we're going through Pretty Little Liars episode by episode, but only watching the previously on. We're putting out two podcasts a week of that show. That's with the three of us and Marissa. You can find all of that over at One CXG Podcast on Twitter. In the post show recaps, we finished up uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters with Todd. Um, and uh, we're doing Percy Jackson as well with uh, Melissa. We are um, just a couple episodes away. We just had a great episode with uh, Alex as the guest. And we have the Book Club podcast coming up as well over episodes five and six. So that's where you can find uh, that's where you can find me. Zed, what about you? I am here and I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitch just about every day these days, uh, suffering through platformers for the entertainment of my so-called friends um, and playing Final Fantasy VII and other things. Uh, so you can find me at twitch.tv slash hard rock hope checking out trying out lots of things finishing up some games i started a long time ago and never finished keeping busy over there um and otherwise i'm here doing this you can find me at hard rock hope some places on the internet if you really want to talk to me i'm around uh until next week everybody take care stay safe out there uh if you have any questions please ask aaron or crew my staring and we'll talk to you Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.